five, four, three, two, one. Energize podcast, it's back. I'm back. Barry's back. We're back together. We're back, back. We're back, back. Back, back. The lads are back in town. <laughs> the boys are back in. Th- no, I won't go. So, if you're new to the Energize podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning Energize podcast listener, welcome back. Again. Again, yeah. <laughs> it's cool to be back together, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's actually a bit strange, isn't it? No. No, but I mean, like, just. Uh, We've both been going doing our like I've been doing the football, you've been doing the MMA, and now we're back together, and it's sort of like, yeah. well, this is going to be an MMA podcast. So like, yeah, I'll yeah. be I'll be checking if you be keeping up to date, and then tomorrow we'll be doing a football podcast, and I'll be checking, or you'll be checking if I be keeping up to date. Yeah, it should be good, shouldn't it? Yeah, I don't but, I don't know what you mean by that. As in, like, you'll know whether I'll be watching the football or not. On tomorrow's episode Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah That's okay. what I mean Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, okay. Barry give us the rundown Of the show What's on today's show Okay uh, On today's show We are going to be Going over All the MMA news Including What everyone wa- What everyone Is dying to hear About International Fight Week And UC 226 That's on Las Vegas This weekend Along with all The random And normal crack From the Energized show But uh I think it's like a good idea if we start the show being like how you got on actually doing the shows by yourself and what you actually made of them. Because before you actually say anything, me from listening to the shows, I thought as you kept doing them, you got like very, very good as if like you just got better and better and better. Um, Personally, first thing I realized is that it's very, very different doing it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Starting out... I did I did two podcasts straight away and deleted them. I was like, they sound like I'm having zero crack with it. Yeah. So did, did, you feel, did, you feel, did you feel like you were sort of like putting it off? You're like, I'll do it in 10 minutes. I'll do it in 10 minutes. And it, then you're yeah, like, it was, it's it was, like two hours later, you're like, I have to do it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was that. And then it was also, because most people don't know, but like Barry's really like, all the acoustics of the room and trying yeah, to like yeah. listen out. To, and like, I'm, I'm normally like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, I was doing it. I was going. Is there an echo? Is there? I was, uh, and then I got real paranoid about it, and I, was, I thought, "Oh no, this is gonna be dreadful." Yeah, and then you never know until after the show if there is. Yeah, and yeah. then I lose myself, and I kept using like filler words. I kept like so, uh, like uh, uh, you know, and because yeah. in fairness, it's actually not an easy task to talk by yourself for half an hour no. without saying absolute garbage. You yeah. know what I mean? So another thing that I realized was. See, Barry always, like, structures the show out for us. And then, normally, I just rock up along and talk absolute muck. You know yeah. what I mean? Very uh, yeah, you. Yeah, very me. So, now, <laughs> I, now like, when I'm doing the show, I, I write everything down. And it's, like, and it's point, 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 point. Yeah. And I was like, nail them all out. Yeah. yeah so, it's quite cool. But, in fairness, each time before either of us did a show, like, we spoke on the phone for maybe, like, 40 or 50 minutes. We almost, like, did a show on the phone. And then, yeah, yeah. you went off and did your own show sort of thing. So, it was just... To get Barry's opinion on stuff, get his fight picks, and then with the football, like what I thought about stuff, who I thought was doing well, who wasn't doing well, and then anything else that happens, just like good to get each other's opinion on it. And also, sometimes, like, there's a lot of news in the week, you don't actually pick up on everything. Sure. And it's nice that someone shows something that maybe you missed out. Yeah, that's exactly it. How did you find the other one? Um, Barry, like, trying to replace me with your dad at one stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you see, the thing is, like, because I was only doing the football and then some of the MMA stuff was coming up that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it, that was sort of a bit of a pain, you know what I mean? Mm. But uh, we we know like like obviously the rugby one we can only sort of do together, and then like the football one I can obviously do that by myself, or, and then with the MMA one you obviously do it by yourself. Mm. But uh, I thought I think like it actually probably made us better knowing that mm. like we actually don't have to rely on each other and that we can actually mm. do the show and like keep the ship afloat yeah. and it because it, I didn't think it was going to work as well because. I thought maybe the listeners would go down, or maybe I didn't. I don't. I actually I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah, know. or maybe the whole time someone prefer one of us over the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or even like maybe the show. Like I wasn't sure how good I'd be by myself. So maybe mm. like you did one episode, people probably tune in to see how good it was, and then they're like, "That was shit," and then yeah. like never came back. But, also, uh, it's good for us going forward that if either of us did something by ourselves. And it was worth talking about. You could do a 10, 20 minute podcast on it. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Oh, but no, do you know what the, the weirdest thing was? Was when I went to go see Robin Black and you did the MMA show and you said what I did. Yeah, yeah, you that was, me? that was strange. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. almost like, I wish you were here because yeah, yeah. I, I, I was saying, oh, Barry asked the first question and, and then I knew, I knew what the gist of the question, I knew it was something to do with what was the difference between SPG at the start and how it is now with John Kavanagh yeah. but you were you were like it was a really elongated answer you gave it back and you weren't actually too sure if you fully answered what you were saying yeah. which happens all the time when you ask someone a question that's like out of the norm yeah, exactly. if you know yeah. what I mean yeah. uh, it's not a question he answers every day so therefore it's not something that you pick answer I always find that like in my job I'm always asked questions about whiskey and then I give my answer and I get to the end and go did I actually answer your question and they give you a sort of yes or no because sometimes what people do when they actually don't know the answer to a question they just give you alternative information so therefore they're like maybe that person was satisfied with what they heard yeah does that make sense yeah yeah I get it yeah but uh, how was meeting Robin Black no it was it was it was cool he was actually like so small and then like there, there wasn't that many people there at the show and then um, he like came out before the show and then I was like oh well I asked him for a photo but like I'm, I was sort of like oh no 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 don't and then later on after the show he mm. came back out and like I gave him the Energize t-shirt and all and then he was wearing it going around and like I, I was just like what like that's gas but um, that, that is pretty cool isn't it yeah it's just funny that like I was even looking through our news feed the amount of like famous people we've met and it's just sort of like it's like, like even for instance today's post is going to be uh, us with Daniel Cormier you know what yeah. I mean and it's just like like we've almost met everyone and we're so lucky we did because DC uh, yeah we're so lucky we did because like if we had never met any of these people I think it goes to show that anyone doing a show has to go and meet people that are involved in it yeah you can't you can't sit in your room forever and do the show you know what I mean yeah yeah that's you why have I, to like get out and get something done yeah that's why I see like some sh- people trying to start a show it stutters and then it just goes mm. straight dead because the commitment man that was the thing you, you cannot deny our commitment to the show as well yeah yeah 100% you know what I mean so yeah, Mr. Barry even came over to see me to make sure we got the show yeah, done yeah 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 went to Bellator 200 and that was crazy yeah. you know what I mean yeah th- yeah that, that was just another thing as well yeah it was beyond nuts <sighs> yeah I was like I, I was I, I know like but it's like and obviously Conor McGregor's going to be back out soon and he's going to be like, like once that whole him versus Khabib actually starts up that, oh yeah that's what John Kavanagh said like him, Conor versus Khabib is going to happen mm. and like it's the next thing and it just makes the most sense and like and once that happens that's when we will like our page will reboost again mm. well it was quite interesting that you also said that he preferred the Diaz fight he sees the Diaz fight as a more challenging fight which is quite interesting yeah, because he said after John Kavanagh said after 
Connor lost to Diaz in the first fight and that he wants to fight Diaz again and then John Cavanaugh's like are you sure I don't think that's really a good idea and he said like but Connor was just like I'm doing it and he did it and he won yeah, in, fair, in fairness I think Diaz is quite problematic for Connor as opposed to Nurmagomedov I'm not saying like it's an easy fight for Connor but it's more straightforward like it's like that guy wants to take you down and doesn't yeah. want to stand up with you yeah. I suppose that Diaz is really like he's willing to stand up and trade with you and he's very good on the ground so therefore he offers a lot more problems yeah. as opposed to Khabib's like and height yeah yeah, he's like physically bigger. I suppose Khabib's like similar enough size, maybe a bit broader, and then worst chin, worst chin. Even though he's never lost a fight, it's hard to say worst yeah. chin. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, who, it's just well, like Diaz is a zombie, so yeah. like who has was, to be worst chin. Who was worse English though? Probably Nate Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> so it it was just great to hear what what was going on, especially straight from the horse mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's like that's the next best thing. Then Conor McGregor is John Cavanaugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, like obviously I didn't bring up a bit anything about the, the dolly through the window or any of that, or like, you know what I mean? Did anyone else bring that up? No, not really. People sort of just, it was, like, people just sort of asked a question to ask a question, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, being like, yeah. what time is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, well, just, I get you, I get you. So it's, like, like, not creative. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, have you the color ever pulled you hard and sparred or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah, I, I get, yeah. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah, and I feel also you don't be the person who's like booed out of the place by asking the, the question. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah. also, John Cavanaugh wasn't there when he was throwing the trolley. So yeah, I know. Yeah, that like, but that would have been cool to find out. Like, I doubt he tell you the truth now, but it'd be like because he was in where was he? He was in like he was in Europe or something in Budapest, wasn't he? So, John yeah. Cavanaugh wasn't even yeah, so it would have been he would have got a, a late notification being like here, uh, Connor's after getting arrested. Yeah, because I was surprised he wasn't in Brooklyn because Arsenal was fighting. Yeah, he was probably meant to go the next day or something, but wasn't it? Yeah, like sure. he's literally going from place to place. He's over in China right now. He's literally just going place to place to place yeah. to place. Yeah, but uh, first he, I think he's playing for his own flight, so it's cramp. Yeah, yeah, but like that story's just still mm. gonna go on. Yeah, um, hopefully, he, hopefully he's back at the end of this year. Yeah, hopefully so. I think I think they're sort of saying October, November, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But like that that will just like reboot everything. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be like two twenty eight, two twenty nine sort of territory. Yeah. There's talks about that like they keep putting a poster out, like it's obviously a fake one, but it's like two two nine in I think that they're sort of almost saying that that's gonna be in Russia. And it's just like that's not gonna happen. No, no, no. There's a Moscow card, it's a finite card. Yeah. And it's gonna be headlined, I'd say, by What's your man, the heavyweight Volkov? Yeah. How do you be for Doom last? Yeah. So I told you they're going to be headlined by him. I think they're t- talking about him versus Hunt as a headliner. Okay. Because it was originally for Doom was going to fight your man Oli Anenuk, yeah. or whatever his name is, as a headliner. Or maybe for Doom, or maybe Hunt will fight him. I feel like Mark Hunt's like such a hardcore man that like he'll fight anyone. Now, you know it would be a good fight? Yeah. If you had your man Volkov versus maybe like your man Tuivasa as a headliner. Yeah. Well, do you know what they're not realistically they're not going to give Russia like an amazing card. No, as long as they have probably have like Zabit on it as well. But yeah, uh, they're going to throw a few Russians at yeah, it basically. That's yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah, but they, yeah, yeah. Artem maybe not. Zabit won't even be on it because he's fighting the UFC two twenty seven or two twenty eight against a year. Yeah. So, so the UFC, UFC is also a business as well. The way like people wanted Kobe Covington to fight in Brazil, but the thing is like there could be like serious crowd issues there. Yeah, so, I, I know what they're going to do. They're going to do it like. Uh, like they started off in the Brazilian cards, they're gonna put all the Brazilians in like basically mismatches. How the Brazilian go like 
12 now on the card. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. All the Russians are going to be fed like these fellas who aren't that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all the Russians are going to win and it's going to be a great yeah. night in Russia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, and then like so many of them Russian fans will go home and just start training in MMA again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and those build, Dagestanis. Yeah, build a, build a Russian empire. Jesus, like, that, that, that sounds dangerous in the fight world but also like Sounds dangerous in the yeah. real world. Well, after Connor, like all the Irish won in yeah. UFC Dublin, like everyone, everyone was going. Walk- everyone got their geese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone went. Everyone bought the gum shield. Yeah. yeah, everyone went to the the like, gum shield and the hand wraps were bought the next day. They were sold out. Yeah, it was sold out. There was a drought of gum shields in Ireland after that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very gum shield. Um, yeah, so it's good to have you back, man. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, if you're happy that we're back together doing the podcast together, make sure to give us a like or a shout out on Instagram or something or whatever you do. Or if you don't do it, cheers. But uh, we're going to go into one of the main news stories of the week. It's sort of semi got to do with basketball, but it's also got to do with some of the biggest news in the world. Of oh, sport. Of sport. The biggest yeah. news, news in sport this week. Yeah, fire ahead. Uh, LeBron James signed a four year deal. With the LA Lakers worth 154 million dollars. Yeah. So I think that works out around 39 to 40 million, just under just under 40 million a year annual salary from the LA Lakers. Yeah. I'm not too sure it's the biggest deal in basketball all the time, but no, I assume it is. It didn't. Up there. It, it didn't sound like it. Yeah, I, f- I feel like. Or does NFL pay more? Usually NFL is like 200, isn't it? I don't. I don't know whether it's the biggest deal in NBA or not, but I feel like it's probably not because. We probably would have heard if it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's probably the biggest four-year contract of all time. Yeah, but the, th- the thing is, I think they also said that he could actually opt out of the contract after a year as well. After one year? Yeah. If he wants to. That's probably that's what probably made him sign with LA, that one-year opt-out. Yeah, but that's what he's been doing continuously since he went back to Cleveland, and now he's here in LA. But anyway... He's, ma- he's going to break all the records there, as in like all the jersey set records, all the like money records we broke by him there. Yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that. So it's almost like it's like it makes sense, like the way Zlatan Ibrahimovic went to LA as well, and then apparently he owns two houses there. Um, he's just like it suits LeBron James. He's the biggest superstar in the game. He's playing in like the biggest superstar place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I also think he did a good job, like waiting two or three years after Kobe left to then go. As opposed to if he came in straight after Kobe, people would probably hate him. You know what I mean? Yeah. They would be like, oh, he's stealing Kobe's thunder. Yeah. So, it's a perfect move for basketball to keep a keep the whole interest. Mm. Like, think about it, the interest in that will go even like bigger. The only thing is, like, the West and East Coast divide is massive now. As yeah, in, like yeah. All the best teams are on the West Coast. Yeah. And the East Coast is like very poor in comparison. Yeah. I think they said they might change stuff, like, and give each like the rankings and yeah. some sort of way, you know. Yeah, I think they need to almost change that. Uh, north versus South or something. You know what I mean? Something different, yeah. just to. Change it up a bit, yeah. but basically it all boils down to can LeBron bring enough talent with him to challenge Golden State, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I, f- I feel like Golden State are going to be very hard to beat this year, but maybe the following year. Depends. Yeah, if people if they're like top players want to sort of try something else and be the main man somewhere else. Mm. What 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 age is LeBron now? Thirty three. He's going to be thirty four during the season. But like the main reason why we're actually talking about LeBron, not only because he left, but also because like the UFC put out a post. Yeah, with him with the belt, like, uh, 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 what? Ask uh, him. Did yeah, he... they were like, they're like, think about it. Um, look, I thought it was a great move from UFC, and like first, 
He had the belt on, and I was like, that looks pretty good in him. You know? yeah. <laughs> the editing skills, by the way, even yeah. having him in the Lakers jersey, like the, the standard of editing has gone brilliant. Like yeah. you, you should make sure to check out our like post we're putting up for the football show. Like that is perfectly done editing as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's just one of those things where UFC social media got it very much so right. Yeah. And um, that's not very often at all. C- come here to me. It, it just brought like the first idea in my head, I was like, How many years training will LeBron James need to be like highly competitive in the UFC? I think two years full on training, he could probably be the top ten heavyweight. And then four years training he could probably be UFC champion. Yeah. The way I look at it is like, he's a far, far, far better athlete than any UFC heavyweight. Right? I was like, two years training. True. Because the way I look at sports sometimes is, I look at it and think, if you're actually a really, really good athlete, and LeBron James is able to get as good as he's got at basketball, surely if you put that time and effort into another sport, he'd be very, very good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Like, a lot of footballers are like, really good at golf. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, like, look at Tim Tebow. He was playing NFL, and now he's gone to play baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one of those things where when you're that good of an athlete, surely he'd be at least ultra competitive in mixed martial arts yeah. after two to four years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like he's a different like when you like watch a different specimen. Yeah. Like it looks like when he's playing, like he's playing against kids. Yeah, when he does that thing where he throws out the backboard, comes and slam dunks it, I'm just, I'm just yeah. watching it going, this is like he he's on the video game and the other, the other people aren't and he's got the cheat codes on, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely, yeah. He's just, by far and a long way, like doing something different than everyone else. Definitely. And I was actually watching the, I looked at one of the shows, it was one of the ESPN, it was like, the Herd or whatever with Skip Ayers and they were showing like James Harden stats who won the MVP this season and then, LeBron stats and like every single stat LeBron had was like significantly better yeah. than James Harden's but it's almost like because James Harden did such a good job for the Rockets and because LeBron's expectations are so high that they're like ah oh, we'll give to Harden you know what I mean mm-hmm. and like James Harden's my favourite player in the NBA I really like him I like the Houston Rockets they're my team and I was, I'm like when you see the stats you're just like right LeBron was way better yeah, you yeah. can't deny it you know what I mean yeah. It, it's it's it, yeah, but I, I think they sort of go by like they try to to give uh, the other basketballers more points, yeah. whereas LeBron they sort of take away points. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're almost like, oh, he's too good. Let's yeah. try try and make it like you almost need to put an argument in why the why one player is better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's just not really debatable in terms of individual talent. LeBron James is that absolute pinnacle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've even seen some of the reports go, ah, oh, yeah, but like. You could say Kevin Durant, he's been the MVP in the finals the last two years. I'm sitting there going, you see, yeah, but like, look at all the help he has. Yeah, but the thing is, the, for the MVP of the season, it's only for the regular season. It's not for the finals. I know, but LeBron's stats were still way better. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, but they probably were still biased because the Rockets did better against yeah. uh, Golden State rather than the oh, Cavaliers yeah, got yeah. sweeped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to game seven with the Rockets, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, 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 and then they probably they would have won if they had your man CP3 playing as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely Chris Paul. Yeah, that was that was that was really competitive as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Look at us, like absolute basketball nerds now. I know, man. Yeah, but like just because UFC put a post out with LeBron with the belt, I was just like, I wonder how long it would take him to like become UFC because yeah. he'd be a heavyweight as well, and he'd be like a natural heavyweight. What do you prefer? Do you prefer basketball or NFL? You like NFL though, don't you? Uh, it's more so like 
when it gets to Super Bowl, I love the NFL, if you know what I mean. Okay. But, like, if I'm watching a regular season game, I'd rather watch basketball. Just because yeah. it's, like, end-to-end, quick, quick, Yeah, exactly, quick. yeah. And, like, sometimes the breaks in the NFL are just like, oh, play, break, play, break. You know what I mean? Yeah, but because the NFL's about to start now, I'm sort of like, do you know what, I gave basketball a chance and I really like it, so will I like the NFL? Sometimes I feel you could be an NFL player and not be that fit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because the, the breaks, the breaks are yeah. But even like you could be a smoker if you know what I mean, and be an NFL player. Yeah, just why I look at it. Do you think the people that listen to the MMA show would you say half of them are either like American or Canadian, or would you say I'd say maybe thirty percent are American Canadian, and then I'd say like fifty to sixty percent have some sort of knowledge or interest in American sports as well. Okay, if that makes sense. Then what about the football shows? The, I'm the sure it's, uh, Yeah but I'm sure Like I know some people Who just take out the shows Because they like Listen to us You know what I mean Like they're, they're, they're like They don't Like I've had people Come up to me and go I don't really like football Or mixed martial arts But I thought I'd just Listen to the show anyway Yeah yeah I was like Alright well like Fair enough Like if you do, if you like it You like it Yeah. If you listen now And enjoy it uh, How's it going Yeah <laughs> Tell your ma Yeah um, <laughs> or Give us a shout out anyway Because we love shout outs Yeah And we'll shout you back out yeah, I always find that weird when it's like we will shout you out. Like, yeah, I think some people are like either like shy or embarrassed because like if you've noticed the way Instagram's sort of going now, people are posting more and more provocative pictures, mm. but nobody ever talks into the camera. Do you ever know yeah, all that? the all all the girls who get their arse out like they don't like talking to the camera? Yet. Yeah, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Even like I don't follow Sarah Godfrey now, but like she doesn't. Uh, Sean Walton doesn't either. They're the yeah. only like. Eight girls on Instagram. Yeah. I'm fair. Sarah Goffrey did it once. Well, like she did YouTube. She did, she did them at once. Oh, yeah, but like she doesn't really do that anymore. Yeah. But I find like. You oh, I always feel like she's like threatening to come back on YouTube. So I was like, I'll be back on YouTube soon. Fifth fan failures, by the way. If you like, check them out. They're actually like calling really out people. these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like the bloggers unveiled of the fitness world. Yeah, it's uh, very entertaining. Um, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy. Just the way, just the way the world works, and just the way people portray themselves online, and then people editing photos. It's, yeah, it's just like you can't says, says your man who edits the 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 football ones. Like. Yeah, but what, <laughs> like I edit the photos that are so like like badly yet good yet yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's funny. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not like trying to like take an inch off my waist and like. Put an inch back onto my arse It's the arse <laughs> photo You know what I mean Yeah 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 I don't know I, th- like, I think it's like Everyone like airbrushing their photos It's like yeah. no one see that Yeah I know yeah um, Also like People are like really really good at it And then people are really really yeah. good at spotting it Like sometimes like People like show me that it's airbrushed And they show me how it's done And it's like yeah. I still don't like Overly see it You know what I mean Like I can see that like It makes sense Yeah the photo Has been like Filtered or whatever I just yeah. think like They're really well filtered You know what I mean it's just wait, wait. When's it gonna sort of stop? You know, what I mean, there's so many. It's like, probably not. I know, but like, it's sort of like. Yeah, but also comes the summer where like people are like showing more skin, more skin, yeah. more, uh, sort of. What? Yeah, so more is yet to come. Yeah, because the, there were like, summer's here. More skins, therefore, more filters on the photos. More filters. People yeah. are more self-conscious, and then. The better look at everyone looks around you, the better look at you feel you have to look. So therefore, yeah, you edit your photo even that bit more. I like you take your photo on Snapchat and then you go into your camera and put the filter on, and then you put it on Instagram, and then do the Instagram filter. And then next thing you know, your photo has seventeen filters, and like it's not even you. You just put a picture of Arnie instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And put the head on it. Yeah. Very energized. I don't know. So I think even more so, it's sort of like the the younger generation know that mm. there is value to having a like a, a, a large amount of followers. Like they know the value. Yeah. And the thing is, I think like the older people that like wouldn't go near Instagram but originally wouldn't go near Facebook and now they're all over Facebook. Are those people are now joining the party in Instagram yeah. and they're trying to get in and try and build this audience as well. And it's getting harder and harder to do because younger people, they don't want to follow like parents. They want to follow like who's doing they want cool to shit. kids off Love Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why people are going on to Love Island. They're, yeah. they're getting coming out with like 500,000 followers and selling yeah. tea whiteners and Organic tea bags, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, actually, I was actually listening to Pierce Morgan because uh, your one Rosie from Love Island yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah. on it, and she was like, "You left the law career to go on that show," yeah, yeah. and she and she was like, "She was she was lying because she was like, oh yeah, but I thought I might meet someone who I might fall in love with.'" And I was like, "I was like, shut up, Rosie, you dope! You know, you were getting like, you, yeah. you were just doing photo shoots after I broke her heart, right?" Yeah. And I was like, "Here, look, you went to that show for the publicity. Just like here, look, you went to the show for publicity. Yeah. You thought it was a way to make some f- fast cash, yeah. and that's fine. Like, you know what I mean, just, just just be honest about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to end world hunger. It's like, but yeah. walking around in in the nip. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if you want me or Ross to go on Love Island, just send send the OETV an email. Yeah, 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 and say say who should go on it first. Yeah, yeah. Or you can send us both in. Yeah, yeah, send us both in. And we'll both fall for the same bird. Perfect. Yeah, the, the energy is Hold perfect. on, if you'd like us to do a Love Island podcast, let us know. Yeah, because we're definitely not doing that. But, um, how do, okay, so will we get back to MMA? Yeah, I think it's about time. Okay. Yeah, right. um, okay, a fight that's been randomly announced is Tito Ortiz is taking on Chuck Liddell. Um... For the granddad title, for the for the pensioners' belt of the of the world, uh, Ross, is this something you want to see? Is it? Absolutely not. I actually have it's uh, Oscar De La Hoya. It's going to be Golden Boy promotion. I think Chuck Liddell is forty eight, maybe close yeah. closing on fifty. Yeah, and then Tito Ortiz is at least forty two. Forty three, yeah, forty three. There you go. And I just have no interest in seeing it. Plus. Chuck Liddell's won two of the fights, won the two fights I had already. So therefore, I don't want to see a third. And also, I think Tito Ortiz is going to win third because if you think about it, right, last time Chuck Liddell fought was two thousand and ten, and it was against Rick Rich Franklin, which he lost. Even though he broke Rich Franklin's arm, he still lost. Rich Franklin beat him with a broken arm, and then the last time Chuck Liddell won was against Vanderlei Seven or Vanderlei Silva in two thousand and seven. Yeah. So like. The fella hasn't won a fight in 11 years and now like, you, you want to fight in pay-per-view, yeah? Yeah. And then Tito Ortiz beat Chelsea Sonnen last year and Chelsea Sonnen looks like he could win the heavyweight Grand Prix so therefore, like, who am I picking? Absolutely Tito Ortiz. Yeah. Would you say that this would be like properly sanctioned or do you think they'll... Yeah, no, someone will sanction it but... Uh, yeah, but like... Do, do you like, think who, who, wants them... see, who wants to see like a 50-year-old fight? You know what I mean? No one, like... Yeah, but do, do you not think they might go on the, the PEDs and go get a few steroids in, you know? What fight in Japan? Well, I think I'd rather watch that than like a non PED. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think like who else to get in the card. Like they probably get Dan Henderson to fight in the card. I don't know who against. Jesus, them, like this is like the retirement home party. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's crazy probably fighting the cards? Belfort. Well. You could do Dan Henderson, Vitor Belfort, couldn't you? Well, Belfort's yeah. after saying he wants to come back now. Yeah, free agent. He looks jacked. 
Yeah. But uh, is, that, is, that, is that what we're going to do? Is it a Henderson Belfort, <laughs> uh, Liddell versus do you know what, Ortiz? Like, if there was no UFC on that night and like it was a ve- it was e- easily accessible, that's another thing. Is it accessible? And yeah, in fairness, in fairness, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it, but I'm not like I'm not clamoring for it. You're not first in the queue to buy yeah. the ticket. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so like that's the thing. We were, like, we're like we don't want to see it, but then if it's on, it's like yeah. turn that on. You know? Yeah, but I'll, I'll Google the result. Like you know I mean, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but uh, okay for a fight that's def that's confirmed that's going to be on. Still sounds a bit fishy though. But to a fight that's not going to be on, uh, Anthony Joshua and uh, Deontay Wilder, they're Are not fighting. They're not fighting. Uh, Ross, tell, tell us why they're not. There was a deal put in place where Joshua offered Wilder or Wilder offered Joshua to fight, and he offered him fifty million, but the fight was being the US. Eddie Hearn was like, yeah, but where's the guarantee of the 50 million and whatever? They wouldn't, there was, uh, there was contract issues. And then Walter said he'd fight in the UK. He was like, here, look, I'll agree to fight in the UK, no bother. And then it seems to be a money issue from the Joshua side offering Walter. So they seem to couldn't agree financially. One thing I don't understand is that why can't they agree to fight financially? Because now Joshua's going to fight Povetkin, who's like, I think he's a mandatory challenger. Yeah. But he clearly would have made more money off fighting Wilder, even if he wasn't, uh, like, even if it wasn't the deal he was looking for. Like, if he was getting 80% of the deal he was looking for, it was probably a better deal than fighting the amount of money he's going to make off this. Also, they need to fight sooner rather than later, how they can fight again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah but the I longer it draws out, like, like, oh, this could be a trilogy if it's good enough. You know what I mean? True, yeah. True, yeah. And, like, I don't really want to see them... I don't want to see a Mayweather-Pacquiao where they get, both get so old that it's like, oh, here, no, don't give a rat. No, that definitely won't happen. They're not even in the primes yet. They might be, though. Uh, I don't know. And no, then, like, no, Ty- no. yeah, but I was also disappointed that, like, Tyson Fury like, didn't look that right either, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's a few other heavyweights, like, there's your man... Big Baby Miller or whatever his name is. I just want to see someone fight those other guys who are supposed to be decent enough as well just to see if they are. You know what I mean? It's going to come to a head at some certain stage. Uh, like, if Fury wins... like some, I, I think Fury was so unimpressive in that fight that he almost has to like fight again, be slightly more impressive and then needs another fight yeah. and then needs a big fight. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't be fighting that 15 stone fella. No. You, know, you know what I wouldn't want to see? What if you Deontay Wilder versus Tony Bellew? I, I can't see Bellio sign up for that. Yeah, but they had like war words a while ago. You yeah, know what I mean? No, true. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a bit like, right? Why don't why doesn't Bellio go do a cash grab over in the states and fight Wilder? Because I don't think it's that massive a payday though. Yeah, but I think it's a biggest payday is uh, Bellio's going to get. Oh, it definitely will be. Yeah. In fairness, well, yeah, but if Bellio was like, right, give me ten million to fight him, you're going to give Joshua fifty million. Give me ten million and come over and fight you. Yeah. Well, Wilder's going to have to fight someone now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not him sitting there. Also, he's getting closer and closer to Mayweather's record, you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching him being like, that could be insane. Yeah. He he seemed, he was very upset with that. Uh, Deontay Wilder was very upset with that because, he, like, Joshua almost got loads of shout-outs off Deontay Wilder. Wilder was yeah. like, so, so he almost took his, like, his eyes and then was like, oh, actually, we're not fighting. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, it was like a rope of dope. It was like, yeah. here I am, here I am, here I am, I'm boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Like a few like Wilder fans would have started like following Joshua to be like, yeah. who's this Joshua fella 
oh, like how the five, and then like they probably forgot to unfollow him, so therefore they still follow him. Yeah, that's exactly that's that's mm. definitely what happened, and Joshua's yeah. more in people's minds now as well. Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, I, I just there. want to see Walder fight again because Walder's my favorite heavyweight boxer to watch now. Yeah, although like ever since we I've been watching them more, they've all un, like unimpressed more. Like they haven't got. Well, I don't better. think Walder's got unimpressed. Well, his last fight he wasn't. That yeah, but like the, yeah, but the finish at the end was like it was exciting by the end of it. You no, know true. I mean? Yeah, but yeah. he was also losing the fight. Yeah, but it was the most impressive or it was the most exciting fight. Out the other ones, you know what I mean? No, but, because, but the one when he was fighting Stavern, that, that yeah, was but that, just, that was an assault, brother. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, but that's why I was like, oh my god, this fellow is yeah, but dangerous. If you, yeah, but if, you, yeah, if we beat everyone like that, it wouldn't be that funny either. Yeah, but they, that would have been like Mike Tyson style. Yeah, but like, I want to see something slightly competitive. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like, like, if he just go, like, otherwise, like, he might as well fight me next, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just disappointed he's not fighting Joshua next. Yeah, yeah, there, there must be something wrong there. There's just, just Eddie Hearn's obviously Every, like, everyone's, everyone's clearly overestimating their own value. I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I'm worth 100 million. No, oh, I'm worth 100 million. Yeah, and then like, Anthony Joshua's there hanging around with the, the CEO of Beats. Who's your man? Uh, Dr. Dre, the, the other guy, Ball fella, yeah, yeah, with the glasses. I don't know what his name is, but I know who's actually yeah, yeah. talking about. Like, the fella who did the documentary, the yeah, the documentary, documentary yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's it called? The Untouchables or the no, it's like Revent or Revolt or. Defiant uh, ones. Defiant ones, yeah. Yeah, check it out on Netflix yeah, if you haven't seen it. Brilliant, yeah. Um, okay, well, this week, anyway, uh, the Tough Enough finale is on in Vegas on Friday. Um, there's a lot of not real well-known people's names on the card, but there's a couple of fighters fighting from SPG, uh, Richie Smullen and Brad Gatona. They're about in the Ultimate Fighter house there, and they're fighting on Friday. And um, Bracketown's fighting to become the ultimate fighter, so yeah. we're definitely cheering for him. And then Richie Smullen has his, he didn't fight throughout the house, he didn't, so no, therefore no. it's his first fight in the UFC, so big up to the lads. Yeah, so best luck to them. But uh, the main event is definitely one to check out, so if you're not doing it on Friday, like definitely check this out. Uh, in the middleweight division, Brad Tavares has taken on Israel uh, Adesanya. Was it AKA what? The style bender. The style bender. He was, a, he was like absolutely phenomenal kickboxer, but like he didn't actually look too good in his last fight against Vittori. But I think in his last fight, Vittori is actually very good, and people didn't really know who he is. So therefore, true, it, it made almost him look bad because he had all the hype behind him, and Vittori had no hype, even though Vittori was actually very good. Yeah. Uh, this fight, a Vittori. <laughs> he was this Italian, fight, wasn't he? Well, yeah, he's actually Italian, but he's yeah. also ginger as well, which is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he didn't look Italian. Yeah. It's going to be a weird one because if it stays on the feet, like you, you could have an absolute highlight real knockout. But Brad Tavares has won his last four fights in middleweight. Um, he yep. looks very, very good. He beat Christoph Jocko in his last fight. And like Jocko's known to be messed with. So for me personally, I think Tavares is going to use his wrestling and be able to take him down and get the win. That's what I go for as well. Yeah. Well, I got, I got. In fairness, I liked like, like what I want to see is I want to see Stallbender do like some crazy knockout. Yeah. But uh, he's the fellow who everyone compares to John Jones. Well, but I think Tavares is the man. Yeah. Is there uh, anyone else in that card on Friday to look out for? Um, to let the people your, know, your mate Bruce Bruce Leroy is fighting Alex Caceres, and also we have Roxanne Ferry fighting Barb Honchek. That's a important fight in the. Women's flyweight. And then the ultimate fire finale, lightweight spin side. I'm going to go with Joe Gianetti because he won his first two fights in the house by choke. One by guillotine, one by rear naked. So he's someone to look out for as well. Right. Uh, speaking of the ultimate fighter, um, when I was so, watching it, 
Well, I was watching yeah. it, first of all, I didn't even know Brad Gatone was actually representing Ireland. Uh, representing SPG until they did like a background thing of him and he's yeah. like oh, I moved to Dublin and I was like what? but uh, <laughs> like, you know, like, there's more yaff yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I sort of I know it was Stipe against DC and then what best know, friends yeah and then came you're, you're watching it you see first of all it's it's not overly easily a, um, sorry it's not like you can't watch it Accessible, sorry. The show itself is not easily accessible for us over here in Dublin. Here, like, sort of, like, find the stream to watch it, and it's, yeah. like, not actually that good that you don't really overly bother to That's find the, the stream. That's the thing, yeah. There's also, only one season left, you don't know. Yeah but, the, the, yeah, but it's also not really known in the, the fighters as well, and then it, you're sort of... You're looking for a reason to invest and to watch the next episode. You're not really given one. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the production's gone down. It's not shot as well. Uh, you're not giving that much of an in-depth to the fighters. Yeah. You're, like, the drama's all forced. Um, and I don't really, like, I don't, I don't believe it anymore. I don't believe yeah. it anymore. And also, back in the day when, like, had, like, Bisping or Shad Evans, like, these guys were coming and then looking for a title. Yeah. Like, all the best guys now were, like, in the UFC. When was the last time someone... Actually, did well in the Ultimate Fighter and actually like got somewhere in the UFC post Ultimate Fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's so true. That's so true. Yeah, I can't remember the summer time like and you bar like divisions that were invented for the Ultimate Fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and also the fights they have in the house don't actually count on their records. Yeah, they're exhibition fights. Yeah. So like the last time I was like. I was like, that's a very high class. Was like TJ Dillashaw's class, but like that that weight class was new even at that stage. You know, yep. I mean, it wasn't like that well developed. And I'm I, like, I can't even name the last four Ultimate Fighter winners off the top of my head. You know, what I mean, normally I could. You know, what I mean, true. Yeah. Well, that goes to show. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of the show anyway? And um, the Ultimate Fighter show. To be honest, yeah. I haven't watched it that much. And like DC and Steve were two buddy buddies. Therefore, I didn't really care. Like I wasn't like I really see. Yeah, I feel like you end up watching the Ultimate Fighter because you're intrigued by the coaches. The last time yeah. I was like, oh, the Ultimate Fighter was McGregor versus Faber. Because like, all right, I want to see what's going on. Yeah. And then that was that. Uh, like I can't even remember off the top of my head who won that season. McGregor won it, didn't he? Yeah, but which fighter? Oh no, Artem lost in the final, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Um. Oh, he lost to a submission guy, didn't he? Oh, your man. The was he English? Oh, he's American, obviously. Yeah. Oh. He was like, oh, Ryan Hall was it? Yeah. Yeah. And where's he been since? I think he actually like came trying SPG on the stage. Yeah, no, but I think, yeah, he, but I think like, he lost his fight in the UFC and then yeah, he has a fight. Exactly, like, yeah. no one gave a rat. Oh, there you go. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, and yeah. there's been probably like four old and four since then. Yeah. So, no one cares. Is there even, is there even two coaches that would make you have to tune in? I think the only ones who I'd love to see, but I don't think he agrees to do, is I'd love to see Tyron Woody versus Colby Covenant. Just because Colby Covenant would like wreck his head the whole time and he would yeah. just entertain TV, but I don't think Woody would agree to like, lock himself away and do that. So I'd watch that as well, but I'd almost like I'd almost rather like say if we went to Netflix and then you could watch like eight episodes in a row and then yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? rather than yeah, waiting, I'd rather, the week, I'd rather binge watch the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting that week is just so or long. Like, even if we could watch two episodes at a time, it's over four weeks. Yeah, you know what I mean. A lot of people just like to skip towards the end and watch the fights anyway. True, yeah, because they don't care about the backstory. Yeah, but uh, it'd have to be Woodley versus Covington. They're the only two coaches I could do it. And then the next Oldham fighter is heavyweights, which I like, probably will watch because it's heavyweights. And then women's featherweight. So, like, they could have some relevant fighters. Who knows? Yeah. Well, uh, you see, uh, that Dana White contender series is... They're taking over, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. To watch. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. That should be easier easier to watch as well. Yeah, and once you get, like, you get three fights and a background for each fighter. 
each fight yeah. in, in an episode. It's well worth it. I'd see a lot more SPG lads going near there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a tough enough night that's, that's on Friday. But on Saturday night, it's the biggest card of the year. UFC 226. Headlined by Steve Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. Army Daniel Cormier. Army Daniel Cormier, yeah. But um, we're going to look at the prelims, right? Um, there's one fight... One of Ross's favourite knockouts of the last few years has been done by Lando Venata. He's fighting on the prelim card. Yeah, the tracker close. That could be absolute fireworks. If you get the chance to get your laptop, try and stream those prelims because they will be loose. Because Dan Hooker's fighting against Gilbert Burns and they both won their last fight as well. So, like, that's very high level. Not the best name recognition between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, also, then... Looking at this fight here in the bantamweight division, Rafael Asensio was taking on Rob Font. Um, Asunse was like twelve and one in his last thirteen fights, and his only loss is the decision to TJ Dillashaw at UFC two hundred. He looks very, very good as of late. And then Rob Font's coming off the biggest win of his career. He knocked out Thomas Almeida there recently. So this is a really, really big fight. But I'm definitely have fair. Very heavily favouring Rafael Asunzio. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say Font there. No. Uh, no, I'd go Asunzio as well. Uh, then, after that, in the welterweight division, Paul Felder is moving up to welterweight to take on Mike Platinum Perry. Um, an interesting, interesting thing about this card is, below that, Max Griffin, who his last fight beat Mike Perry, is fighting Curtis Melinder, who his last fight taught Thiago Alves. It's funny how like Mike Perry has such a good name. Yeah. The fella he beat in the last one. Is like he's fighting ahead of him. Um, Paul Felder was supposed to fight James Vick. James Vick got pulled to fight at, uh, um, to fight Justin Gagey to fill in for Alaya Quinta. Mike Perry was supposed to fight Yancy Medeiros. But this one should be fireworks. I expect Paul Felder to win. I know Perry's going to be bigger, hit harder. But I think Felder's striking is at a much higher level that he's going to be able to get in, get out, and get the job done. Also, Mike Perry was doing a lot of training with. Uh, Greg Jackson, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Cowboy trains out there, and Paul Felder and Cowboy are best mates, so I think Felder will hit up Cowboy and get the tips. Yeah, I would have, I would have rather seen Medeiros against Perry because then it's a slow fest. Yeah. Oh, you know what else would be a good fight? Felder against Medeiros. That'd be a good fight as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I think Felder's pretty a smarter fighter, so yeah. I'll just go with the fight IQ. Yeah. Uh, then in the middleweight division, Uriah Hall is taking on. Paolo Costa the one man who's better looking than Ross and then after that there's no one <laughs> <laughs> Paolo Costa is like he's my man crush yeah uh, if Paolo Costa win like expect to see him be fighting like a top 8 middleweight UFC are going to really really push him because they're they're, really, they're going to be looking for a Brazilian to be like he's the next Brazilian star Yeah. Uh, very very handsome his last fight me and Barry were at it UFC 217 he knocked the socks off Johnny Hendricks, who actually retired there last week Um. And Uriah Hall is He's so hit and miss I'm just going to go For Pedro Costa by knockout Yeah definitely um, I think the UFC are feeding Uriah Hall to the wolves here Any any thoughts on Johnny Hendricks' retirement Had to be done it Had to be done yeah Yeah he was like didn't, He was just too fat Wasn't wasn't into it Yeah he just didn't He just almost looked like He was forced to do it Yeah it was like You want to see the fighters Dad bod Dad bod He was clearly yeah. looking At the paychecks Being like Oh here The immense stakes I can buy with that Yeah And then um, Yeah but sir Ever since Um What's it called Usada came in. He was his weight issues shit, were yeah. all over the shop, yeah. And he was a totally different fighter after. Yeah, and he's still bitter over not beating uh, GSP. GSP, yeah. But like you would be, you know, it's actually quite funny. Johnny Hendricks' last fight, he got knocked out by Paulo Costa, and on the same card, George St. Pierre won the middleweight belt. 
Yeah. That's got to be like he's got to look back at his career, and be like I beat him. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. swear I did. Yeah. But that's that's don't ever leave it in the judges' hands. Mm. But then uh, on the main card, uh, this is going to be a good one. The light heavyweight division: Gokan Saki is taking on Khalil Roundtree. Gokan Saki, one on one, but. Absolute knockout machine. Yeah, I think Saki's in this for the win. I feel like Cleo Entry is going to stand with him and get knocked out. I think so. Yeah, I think Cleo's been semi decent recently, and Gokan Saki doesn't really have a ground game. I know, yeah, but I think Saki's just going to knock him out. Do I ever feel Roundtree's going to just like keep wrestling him? You know I mean, and just be like, well, like it'd be a very smart idea if he could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit like what's um, his corner? Yeah, don't strike him. Yeah, it's a bit like uh, Adesanya versus Brad Tavares, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's right. funny. It's funny the way I was like Tavares to win, and then like it's, it's a new striking first craft fight. And I'm like, nah, I can go can't attack you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'd rather attack you win. Like, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, more of like, wasn't he fighting Pride or something as well? Yeah, he was doing glory kickboxing. Yeah, yeah. That, all yeah. that mad shit that I love. So I'm, like, I'm just like, I'm just like, here, just knock him out, will you? Quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Well, so you're going Saki, I'm going Roundtree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then in the lightweight division, Michael Chiesa is taking on Anthony Showtime Pettis. This was originally scheduled before the Dolly through the window. So, uh, UFC, it was originally scheduled for UFC 223. Yeah. Jeez, three pay-per-views later, we took together. Um, look, Chiesa's last fight was a year ago when he lost to Kevin Lee. Yeah. Um, so, like, he's not doing very well. And then Pettis' last fight was against Poirier. Where like he like, basically tapped out to yeah. like a broken rib, yeah. so look, I think Kies is tougher and he's grittier, and I think if it gets past the second round with Pettis now, he's like, nah, yeah, yeah, and so I'm gonna go Kies. Oh, same here. I don't think Pettis has any knockout power either. Like. Yeah, I think it's like a flashy kick that he hopes catches it. Yeah, hopes. Like I'll go with Mikey. Yeah. Also, he, last time he won a fight was Jim Miller and it was a decision. So like, nah. Yeah, yeah, you're on Kessa. yeah. Then in the heavyweight division... Um, the big dogs. Yeah, the big dogs. Uh, Francis Ngannou taking on Derek Lewis. Um, the Battle of the Black Beasts. The Battle of the Black Beasts. Um, obviously, Ngannou is coming off a loss against Steve Miocic. And Derek Lewis coming off a win over Marcin Tibura. Um, but the, Derek Lewis just has this thing where... This, this, this is the way I see the fight going. Either Nganu can win by knockout in the first round, but it goes by the first round. Derek Lewis like, keeps his knockout power for the entire fight, doesn't he? Yeah, but... Like, like he has a lot of, like, third-round knockouts. Yeah, but uh, th- there could be a bit of, like, uh, uh, Dada 5000 versus uh, Kimbo Kim Slice. Yeah, yeah, Got, got, got rest, Kimbo yeah, yeah. Soul, and Dada 5000s for that five minutes he died in the octagon. Yeah, yeah. Um, that fight was mad. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember, like, Dada 5000 was in, like, the hospital for five weeks, and then yeah. like, Bellator were, were never, like... Oh, was all right, by the way. I forgot to tell it. You know what I mean? They were like, it was like, we got the money off him. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who do I think is going to win this one? I think... Uh, originally, like, every, I look at it and, like, everything makes me say Ngannou, but I feel like Derek Lewis is going to win it. I don't know why. Uh, I feel like... <laughs> I, I feel like he he just is. I don't know what it is about him. There's something about Derek Lewis. I can just, like, see him doing it and, like, doing his, like, you know, thumps the ground, does that weird thing that he does when he wins, when he, like, sort of slides along the ground. Also, Derek Lewis is like a fresh matchup at uh, heavyweight. And like Nganu, like if DC beats DC, but like he's going to like pick Nganu up and throw him up on his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think Derek Lewis could fight for the heavyweight title. Do you think so? You see, like like if it comes down to fight IQ, I'd go Derek Lewis. Yeah. But just because just like Francis Nganu can swing that sledgehammer. Yeah, he's definitely the cleaner boxer. Yeah, but I also don't think Derek Lewis, when was the last time Derek Lewis was knocked out? 
Det er bare kun nok mave. I feel like he lost Mark Hunt by knockout. When he was fighting Mark Hunt, I don't think like he actually hit the ground. And then they just yeah, no, I, I, I think like he was exhausted. Yeah, so yeah. He gave up like sort of. He was a bit like, here, fuck this. Yeah. I, I think he was like, he was like, I need to take shit. I think that's what he said after. He, his, his interviews post fight are so fucking yeah. loose as well, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to go and shag my wife and stuff. Yeah, he's like, Rod Rousey, where's your ass at? Yeah, yeah. It's like, just be Travis Brown. <laughs> So who are you going for? I'm going to go for Derek Lewis. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's just a smarter thing to go for Derek Lewis. Yeah. Also, if he, he could take him down and Gani was like a fish, yeah, out, yeah, fish yeah. out of the water. That, that, that's what I, I can see here as well. Um, yeah, okay. But no one's going to take him, thank him for taking down Gani down, but like, no. yeah, like, it is what it is. Yeah, then in uh, the featherweight division, the champion Max Holloway is taking on Brian Ortega. In my personal opinion, these could be... Personal? These could be two of the top 10 pound pound best fighters... UFC. Yeah. Brian Ortega, I think, is 14 and 0. And I think all his UFC wins are by stoppage. Yeah. Um, the Frankie Edgar uppercut was absolutely vicious. Yeah, that was quality. Uh, Cub Swanson's choke was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Clay Guida knee was brilliant. I was looking at him, but also, he looks like he's losing the fight a lot. Okay. And then wins it. He's if not, you know what I mean. He's not very muscular either. No, I, I was watching him, like, very dab bodish. Like, where's yeah. the abs? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of lanky as well. But also, like, Clearly, like, very good core work because the jiu are off the charts. Yeah. Um, I just look at it and think Max Holloway, in my opinion, is probably the best pound-for-pound pound active fighter in the UFC right now. I think his work rate... Hold on. After Mike Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish the M-Punk won that because it would have made more sense. But carry yeah. on, sorry. Uh, like... His cardio, his yeah. boxing, yeah. like his wrestling defense, and then like he is good on the ground as well. He's a bit of a superstar. Yeah, he, he's like just got it all, and he's putting it all together. His pace is relentless. And I was watching Charles Holland talk about it. He was actually just saying his pace, the pace that Max Holloway sets. He doesn't come in and go for a knockout blow, but like come rounds three and four, and he's still putting that exact same pace on you as round uh, round one and two. That's what breaks people. That's what broke Jose Aldo. That's what broke Cubs fans before. That's what just breaks people. And Max Holloway is the best in the business. And to be the best, you got to beat the best. And the best is blessed. I think I've heard that before. Yeah, no, I said the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Max Holloway. I just have to go from. Although, like, I'm almost, I'm almost like, I wish they were fighting each other because I like, I want the both to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like this will not be the first time, or this will not be the only time they fight. They're both very young. Yeah. Bruno, 26, 27. Yeah, Bruno Tegas 27, Max Holloway's 26. If not vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're both like mid-20s. Yeah. But for me, this is the fight that I'm most intrigued seeing. I think this is the two. Yeah. They're, they're clearly the best two in their division. Yeah. I, like, I, I just hope it's not one-sided either. You know what I mean? No. I, you see, the thing is, Bruno Tega has that... Like I know he doesn't have the knockout power ability. But yeah. Well, he's well. Well, he's not so Edgar. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I take that back. But he's more normal. Like he can get. Like if Max Holloway isn't careful, he can get himself in a choke and his, mm. like if, if he leaves his neck open, there. Yeah. That could be game over. Yeah. I also hope Max Holloway isn't like Max Holloway is like very cocky, but not in a bad way. Cocky. He's just like he knows he's the best sort of thing. But I hope he's not like so cocky that he like, does terrible cake takedown or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Trying not to be sloppy. Yeah. Um. Also, I look at Brian Ortega and like his striking never looks that great. No. But like. He knocked out Frankie Edgar and he knocked out Clay Guida. You know what I mean? They're not, not two people who like are known for being knocked out. 
they could so have, like it they, gets it gets the job done. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they could have like underestimated him <clears throat> how yeah. good he was at striking as well, and then just went in for it and then got the knockout. But uh, I know you said Frank uh, Max Holloway, and <clears throat> I, I like a hundred percent have to agree with that. Yeah, um, it's just like. It's almost unfortunate for Brian Ortega yeah. how good Max Holloway yeah. is right now. Yeah. He's he's definitely the hottest fighter in the UFC right now. Yeah. As in, like, he can do no wrong. Right, just put it this way. We both think Max Holloway's going to win, okay? <coughs> um, who could Max Holloway take on next then? Because he, I want to see him go up and fight the lightweight champ. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I was like, going to I want to go up and see, I, I see him fight. I don't care if he doesn't fight the lightweight champ. I want to see him fight Eddie Alvarez. I want to see him fight Khabib. I want to see him fight... Nate Diaz I want to see him fight Kevin Lee I, I, like, they're, the, they're the people I want to see him fight next I, I'm like he's done featherweight that's the thing so there's no one there's no one left in that division to fight no like really see Frank Yeager would have been there and Frank Yeager beat be, but like I'm going to watch Frank Yeager fight Max Holloway no Max Holloway's going to win you know yeah, what I mean and like, yeah. I'm like that's a fight for the sake of fight it's a bit like when Volkan fought DC it was just like yeah. There's just someone... You're just feeding DC a fight because he has to defend his title. And then what happens if Brian Ortega wins? Pretty well, re- like rematch, rematch yeah. But yeah, well, yeah. it, it depends on the fashion as well. Yeah, true, yeah. But, but like, in fairness, I know it might not be the most popular, but like, Jose Aldo's fighting Jeremy Stevens next. The winner of that could fight Ortega as well. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Ortega never fought Aldo. That's another, like, decent fight. And then Stevens is on a big win streak. So, like, maybe Jeremy Stevens, if you knock out Jose Aldo, gets a title shot. Yeah, like Max Holloway's basically proven himself in that division. But then again, you look at it and go, if Jeremy, Se- if Max Holloway wins, he's already beaten Jeremy Stevens. And then also, on top of that, Edgar has a win over Stevens as well. And we all saw how that fight went. That does, you're not, I'm not really being like, oh, I'll give Jeremy Stevens the, the fight. You know what I mean? No, you're right. I, I want to see Max Holloway then move up and challenge himself. Same yeah. way that McGregor did it as well. Like, yeah. He sort of cleared, cleared it out and then he was like, right, move up. Yeah. Because he, like, he's very big for that weight class as well. Yeah, yeah. And like obviously if he wins again, he's going to want to eat more. Like he's yeah. starving himself. Yeah. But uh, moving on to the main event of, of the evening. evening. Did you Do miss, know something? Did you miss that? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but actually, did someone work, I told them a brief story and they were like, that's a lie. And I was like, hold on. I was like, you must have known. Like, you must have been around when I told the story before. And they were like, no. And I told them a brief buffer story and I showed them a brief buffer video, video today. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, that's insane. Yeah, there's yeah. a new guy there, and he was like, "Who is this fella?" And oh, I was yeah. like, "I was like, oh. I was like, don't worry, it happens all the time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have UFC heavyweight champion Steve Miocic fighting UFC light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier. One thing that I know is, is a big narrative <laughs> in this fight is Daniel Cormier's weight seems to be talking about a lot, doesn't it? I don't know if you noticed that, but like apparently he was on the air. I was watching like. Ariel Hawani show and they were saying like DC's actually might weigh heavier and he might be heavier than Stipe okay and the, uh, D- DC was like oh I have a new training regimen because like I'm eating a lot more and I weigh a lot more and yeah he was like the he training like- sessions are easier because I don't have to cut the weight yeah. so I can eat more and I'm, I'm sitting there going you fat bastard but like I've never seen someone look so not in shape but then also be so in, in shape. shape yeah um, That's the wrestling background. Oh, big time! Yeah. But also, he's like notoriously known for like being like in terrible shape, or whatever. But when he actually fought John Jones both times, I looked at him and go, he's actually in very good shape there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think he needs that challenge. He needs that drive to get him into extra good shape. And I think his cardio will be on point. DC is another person who like has a pace and sets a pace in a fight. And I think his pace is definitely better than Steve Bay's pace because Steve Bay like. 
took a lot of rests against Ngannou. Like, there was a lot of times he just sort of held him there. Sure, you know what yeah, I mean? He didn't, yeah. like, push the pace. And yeah. then I fought him inside Junior DeSantos over five rounds. And it wasn't a great pace for him. You know what I mean? And DC's definitely going to push the pace harder. Yeah. He's fought John Jones for five rounds. Fought him for, like, another three rounds. He, he's fought Gustafson for five rounds. Like, he's definitely ready to go for five rounds. Yeah. And, like, five rounds at a good pace as well. Um, yeah, at a good pace. Yeah. So, I think DC should come out early and set a big pace it's going to be like a dangerous game plan because for that first round and a half Stipe is going to be very very dangerous he hits Definitely, very yeah. very hard he's knocked out some of the best fighters in the game and he's knocked out for Doom he's knocked out over him I know you want to you can say like oh their chin's not the best but like for Doom does have a good chin still went uh, down did it yeah uh, over him knocked him out you know what I mean like as much as he might not have the best chin anymore you still have to like actually get in there and strike one of the best strikers in the octagon, you know what I mean? Knocked out Junior DeSantos, people say his gym, but like his boxing's very good, so it's a dangerous person to yeah. try and knock out. So Stipe looks like a hard man to How did Stipe lose to uh, Skyscraper? He lost by knockout. Oh, it was, was like very, out, right? yeah, it was very early in his career. It was like 2011. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't been knocked out in over six years. Well, I was about to say, well, like, Miocic has such a big head, it must be hard to knock him out, but like, DC's head's massive as well. Like, yeah. Battle of the Mongols. Sure, DC only got knocked out by John Jones. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it, you know what I mean? So like, they've both been knocked out once, yeah. and that's it. And like, the other fight. That Stipe lost was a decision to Junior Santos. And like, you could watch the fight back and go, Oh, I thought Miocic won. You know what I mean? And also, Dos, San- Dos Santos was getting a push down as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was like, They were looking to get him in another title fight. He actually fought for the title, I think, after that win. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things where, you know, it was what it was. Yeah. But this fight is very interesting. Oh, no, isn't it? Yeah, it, 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 is, it is a super fight just because. Cormier's better than everyone like heavyweight. Yeah. Stipe's better than everyone heavyweight. So these two are fighting each other. And then Cormier's also on the field at heavyweight. Yeah. Won the Strike Force Grand Prix with the likes of Fedor, Verdum, Overeem, Arlovsky. I know he didn't actually beat, yeah. I know he didn't actually beat every single one of those. Did, but like, who'd he actually be, who'd he beat? Bigfoot. And then, yeah. Uh, uh, Barnett. Josh Barnett. Yeah. yeah. But he also beat like Frank Mir, well, Roy Fedor? Nelson. Um, Verdum did. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. And he came in as an alternate. You yeah, know, yeah, tournament, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, his wrestling pedigree is off the charts. And the way he's like picked up Barnett and turned him upside yeah. down. I'd uh, love to see it. I'd DC. love to see him do that to Miocic. Yeah. Just, just to see it. Yeah. The Henderson, the way he got Henderson upside down. Yeah. Slam dunk. Uh, who's an Olympic wrestler as well. Um, it, I just think he's going to be faster. But the height difference as well, man. Yeah. See, I think, I think if DC... <laughs> he, he can almost lose the first two rounds. And win rounds three, four, and five. You know what I mean? Okay. But the only thing with DC is when he fought John Jones. Remember, he, like he like said, he said afterwards that oh, I took round four off. You know what I mean? Okay. You can't do that with Stipe. He needs to be the one pushing the pace. He needs to also if you take it like skill for skill, right? I think DC's actually a better striker, but Miocic has more power. So I'm almost like that's even. DC's definitely a better wrestler. And then submission wise, DC has submission wins. Like he's got a few rear naked chokes. I've never seen Stipe sort of. Go for yeah. or be submitted. Although he did, oh, uh, Overeem tried to guillotine him, didn't he, at one stage, and that was it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. And also, DC train is probably has a better fight IQ, I'd say. Yeah. And then DC, DC also trains with possibly the best heavyweight in the world, uh, Cain Velasquez, whereas uh, Miocic is training with Bader. Who, yeah. who Didn't DC beat him? No, DC went, or Bader won the fight, and DC was like, nah, nah. Yeah. Was like, he was like, you're not good enough to get in here. Um, for me, I fancy Cormier just because you met him. Tra- yeah, just because he's <laughs> army, and the also because 
training with Cain Velasquez has got to give him, I think, that edge. Yeah. As in, like, he's gone fully at it with Cain Velasquez. Years. For years. And, like, clearly he's, like, he's won sometimes. You know what I mean? So, therefore, I fancy him to do that. And then, like, Miocic basically bring Bader in to beat him up almost. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, therefore, I, I just fancy Cormier to get the job done. He's going to be, like, at his best way. And I don't want to see Cormier go back and defend the light heavyweight belt either. I want to see him stay a heavyweight. Yeah. So that's who I'm going to go for. Daniel Cormier, Army, yeah. new UFC heavyweight champion. And I would love to see him fight John Jones. I'm not too keen to see him fight Brock Lesnar. But I think the build-up for that would be quite funny because like DC is a, a WWE guy. He loves WWE. Yeah. I'd love to see him go to Raw and call him out. Oh, yeah. Just to be like, why not? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea, yeah. Um, so I'm picking DC. Who you got? I think for the story... Of UFC and to help us for DC to become the champ, champ get the two belts, mm. celebrate then in the in the go conversation. Yeah, and then fight because he's he's nearly forty. Then fight either John Jones a heavyweight or Brock Lesnar a heavyweight. Yeah, definitely like, don't like definitely has to fight John Jones one more time. But yeah, would he call? Would he call, come out and call out John Jones say if he won? I feel like he'd say both their names and be like. You want someone to yeah. come get some. But then I'd want DC to, to beat John Jones. Would it be better if you beat Brock Lesnar and then fought John Jones? Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. it would be out, yeah. wouldn't it? But it might be like, Brock Lesnar, where are you at? And then like Brock Lesnar's like, here, I'm over here. I'm, I'm not going near WWE. He's like, he's like, I'm over here doing the F5 on yeah. Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like oh, I was telling John Cena I couldn't see him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. See, it's, every time we cover Stipe, he seems to get a hard rap. But, I mean, there's a... So- I always feel like he, with the closer he gets to fight, Stipe becomes not favourite. And then he yeah. wins and we're like, oh, yeah, she's the best of all time at heavyweight. Yeah. And then it'll be like, oh, there's no way DC was going to win that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, just I, I, time, it? DC just has, you can see in him, that burning desire to, to win. His yeah, competitiveness he's, he's, seems a lot... It's the isn't it? Yeah, the and groin. And, yeah, and it just seems a lot more driven than Stipe Miocic. That's now, what he says. Now, the groin, King yeah, of groin. Yeah, but sometimes you don't need to be that driven and still be the still yeah. win. But I don't know. There's just something Alejandro about DC. Jones. I think DC's just going to go full circle because he was the bad guy and now he's the good guy and then to be the champ champ. Yeah. And we'll find out on Saturday anyway. Hopefully all these fights go through anyway. Yeah. Jeez. Man. Yeah, no one miss weight or do anything stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Conor McGregor, stay away from that with your trolleys. Yeah, yeah. So, anything else to finish off with? Oh yeah, Mike Conlon was fighting at the weekend. Uh, he won up in Belfast in the homecoming. Great result for him. I wasn't overly impressed with his performance, but no. sure look, that's twice uh, now he's gone to decision, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's also he won, well, that was the first belt, wasn't it? What? That was the first belt he won. Oh, it wasn't. I think so. Oh, yeah. Although I don't remember seeing him with a belt. Oh, no, he didn't I, get a belt. I, 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 I was telling everyone it was for a belt. Yeah. Although I saw it was eight rounds, and maybe it wasn't. I think we said it was for a belt, so we were able to watch it. Oh yeah. Uh, also, it's Katie Taylor's birthday today. We gave her a shout out, Katie. Yeah. Big fan of the podcast. Big fan of the podcast. Uh, also, last Thursday, Bama London was on. Uh, Brazier beat Reese McKee for the lightweight title. So he's now the champ champ Bellator. I feel like, or Bama, sorry. I feel like everyone's trying to become the champ champ. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, also Bellator was on the on in the weekend. And um, the two women put on a good show. Yeah, they fought the main event. The, the Hawaiian chick one. I think her name is Ilma something, McFarlane yeah. or something. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, she trains out Hawaii. I, I, if she fought Shevchenko, I think Shevchenko will kill her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, just, it's like, it's like, it's like the, the fake, the fake best flyaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, like, I think she'd be in the top ten in uh, UFC women's. Division, yeah, yeah. But like Shevchenko's different gravy. Yeah, 
Would you think uh, Paige Van Zandt would beat her? No. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? J- James Gallagher is signed up to fight in... in Bellator 204, I think it is. Yeah. In South Dakota. In South Dakota, yeah. And he's making his bantamweight debut, so that should be good. Yeah. But uh, first show back, Ross, what you make of it? Really, really enjoyed it. Um, can't wait to keep him coming. Looking forward to doing the World Cup show. Happy to be back. Yeah. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to check out one of the other ones, either the football ones or the other MMA ones. And tell a mate who likes MMA. And as always, stay energized.